Part two of the crossover between Locked On Nationals and Locked On Padres. I am Josh Neighbors. It is Javier Reyes who is with me. Uh, so we just talked about some conversations. Soto versus Tatis. Trey Turner versus Tatis. Some hotly contested uh, some conversation. Good, good conversation, though. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you, though, because this is something that we're all – this is the common struggle right now. The lockout. I ask everybody about this. I know people hate about hearing it. But – Javi, I keep a counter. Uh, I, it's one of my bookmarks. I'll go check it out right now. About the days until pitchers and catchers report. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you also keep up with? Are, are you familiar no, with the counter? I do not. So you <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do there's not. a springtrainingcountdown.com is where it's at. Mm-hmm. 53 days, 5 hours, 3 minutes, 30, 30, 29, 28 seconds. You get the idea. Until pitchers and catchers report. Um. I track that number in relation to the number of days the lockout's been going on. All right? Okay. We're at 54 until okay. spring training right now. Uh, well, pitchers and catchers report. We are at 22 slash 21, depending on how your mathematic calendar and your mind works. Let's just say it's three weeks because it's December 1st when it happens. Today is the 22nd when we're recording this. As these numbers get closer, does your anxiety grow further? Is my question. Um, look, I, it's just with all this stuff, it's very like everyone keeps telling me, like, dude, they're gonna get it figured out by the time the regular season happens. And like, I get, the, I get why people think that. There's a lot of reason to believe that they don't want to do all this, and they they gotta, you know, they just went through 2020. You gotta get back and get the games in. There's been some positive momentum with baseball, believe it or not. Viewership went up with certain games. Mm-hmm. I think the World Series actually did pretty well this year too, which was which was nice considering it would been precipitously just declining like every single year. So that was nice. The last thing they'd want to do would be spring training comes and then there's just no baseball. You know what I mean? They don't have to compete with the footballs and the, I mean, you do with basketball a little bit, but by then nobody really, I'm not going to, I don't think people watch basketball by the time baseball. So that's been my theory for a while. Like I don't think people really, they watch like the TNT marquee games like I know that this is the NBA playoffs is about to start. I'm talking about like before then, though. You know, what oh, I mean? like yeah. before the playoffs, baseball has I a just, nice like, buffer before playoffs. Yes, it's like that it's, little it's buffer. A, it's like three, four weeks normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then everyone's like, "All right, I get it. the The Suns won for the 14th time. Like, I don't need to see. Like, I get it. Can we get to the the main event? So that's the one thing. But I always respond to that, all that stuff, and I say, "Yeah, but what has baseball shown us over?" I mean, you could argue mm. ever, but let's, especially since you and I have been covering it, like, yes. they never do the right Great thing. Great point. They are, I've, I've said this comp before, it is the nerdiest thing you will ever hear me say. They are the Nintendo of all the three major sports. What I mean by that is they, for oftentimes, act like they're still in first place. Hey, we're releasing the Nintendo 64 Classic, um, or the NES Classic, I should say. Mario Bros., all that stuff. It's a little console. Everyone's excited to replay it again. We made 100 of them for the entire world. And then they sell out. It's this artificial BS. They act like they're in first. Baseball out of all the sports is 100% the sport that would, in the middle of an upswing, you got the the best players in the game. We just talked about them on part one, which everybody should go check out. Posted it. I don't know when it was on your feed exactly, but mine, it was on Thursday. Whatever. Go check it out. It's really great. Um, We were just talking about, like, some of the best players in the game are also the youngest. That's crazy. That's a really good sign. 
And I would not be surprised whatsoever if baseball flatters us. And somehow a month into the season we've missed, maybe even a month and a half. And then all of a sudden we're like, what the heck? Where's baseball? And then our attention drifts elsewhere. Maybe the caps melted. Maybe a new movie came out or whatever. And we just stopped caring. So it would not surprise me if baseball does not figure this out because owners are a bit greedy and baseball um, players and the owners have been combating each other forever. Like this, there has been a big lockout before that. You know, the viewership, I think, went down by 40% the last time there was a major lockout in baseball because they yes, missed uh, a whole time. So Okay, so I want to hit on this. So mm, go my it. grandfather stopped watching. Okay, so this year mm. I went to a Nats game with my grandfather, my dad, myself, went to the game. Um, and my grandfather stopped watching, because, and, he, and he cites it always because the strike. Now, mm-hmm. the strike sounds like it's a player's fault, right? But that's, that's, we know it's not true, right? The, the strike is the players saying, no, we're not going to put up with this anymore. All right? And always and always and always know this. Um, the players in just about every single sport except for the NBA and still even the NBA are on the short side of the stick. Always, always, always. Go look at the most rich league in the world, the NFL, and look at what the players get paid. Look at what guys – I mean, that, that league makes the most money. What those guys off the street make, right? That's why guaranteed money is always so important. But I digress here. So um, that doesn't just affect my grandfather, right? His son, my dad, his baseball watching gets impacted by whether his dad is watching or not, right? Mm-hmm. And so if his dad is not watching because the team is on strike – he will not. But also, same time, my, some of my dad's most fond memories are going to baseball games. He used to go to Reds games. He lives in Southwest Virginia. They used to take a bus from the YMCA and go stay at a YMCA in Cincinnati and go see the big red machine plays, and he's very affectionate for it. And so, like, baseball can still have a niche. They can still uh, be meaningful to people. Mm-hmm. They, like you talked about, though, always seem to kick themselves, like, in the crotch area which is impossible yeah. to do, but they seem to find a way to kick themselves in the crotch area every single time. And so this Everything. is where it's like, don't fumble <laughs> the ball. Last season, look, this is from an NL East guy. Last season was great. The Braves winning was fun. It was compelling. That place went ape, you know what, crazy. <laughs> seeing them win the World Series. Look, do I root for the Braves? No. But do I enjoy seeing their fans even now, Braves yeah. fans are still on Twitter being like, hey, just a reminder, this, this long ago, the Braves won a World Series. People being January. hyped makes you That's hyped, baseball yeah. stuff. That's good. Mm-hmm. This is January, all right? And and the Falcons, <laughs> good thing that the Falcons suck. Actually, I think the Falcons were good. They wouldn't even care. Uh, until Trey Young plays uh, on Christmas Day against the Knicks, I think they're still <laughs> focused on baseball. So what I'm saying, you know, the whole point of this is here is, is like that, that stuff, can, they've got momentum. And they've got young stars. They've got Tatis. They've got Soto who slides and grabs. I mentioned the crotch before. A lot of crotch heavy here. But grabs his crotch area and stares at pitchers right after, which is hilarious <laughs> to see them all react be like, what is this kid? What's this kid doing? Yeah, what's oh, he doing? You know, yeah, what's he, what's he trying to do here? You know, they've got, I mean, Mike Trout, who I think everybody appreciates now because the league was like, wish he was more marketable. And he's like, yeah, I, don't, I don't really care. I'm going to keep doing mm-hmm. me. Love that. Shohei, who's like just – you know, a god, uh, a god. When Stephen A. Smith was like, "I wish he spoke English." Yeah, yeah. Like you mm-hmm. know, and everybody's like, "Who cares? This guy just hits tanks yep. and pitches. Who cares? We love him. We absolutely." I, I have a friend here in Richmond, two friends actually, who have Shohei jerseys. So you tell mm-hmm. me about he needs to speak English, yes or no? They got a bunch of young stars right now. They've got it moving. Do not 
fumble this rock. Oh, the glasses are gone now, too. <laughs> Don't fumble the rock, baseball. You're on fire right now. You're in fuego. The Braves are one people are excited. Shohei's hitting moonshots. Stephen A's saying dumb stuff. We're like, no. Ah, uh, you're wrong. All right? Keep it rolling. The one way, the one way you could just absolutely dig your own grave or, or you know, just mm-hmm. fumble the rock we talked about. Yeah, yeah. A work stoppage. Because number one thing I'm worried about, Javi, is the injuries. Mm-hmm. We saw yeah. it in 2020. Uh, yeah. Whatever the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys, particularly pitchers, creatures of habit, right? Mm-hmm. So if you throw them off and they and they do their own ramping up to the ramping up, right? There's there's preparation before you go to pitchers and catchers reporting about throwing throwing the ball and doing all those kinds of things. If you knock off that rhythm, you are endangering yourself again. And think about how many young guys we had pitching in a 60-game season. In a 60-game season, Garrett Crochet. Was up pitching. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the Pirates have those guys pitching as well too. That's not optimal. That's not where these guys. Luis Garcia was 20 years old, second base, playing for the Nationals. That's not optimal. It was fun. It was cool to see. That was because those guys were like, Wait, we lost our ramp up period. Oh, we're playing now. Okay, you have a chance to stop that. You have to stop it, or else the game. I promise you, it will suffer. I mean, you nailed it. You hit the nail right out of the button. You hit the glasses nail are, right on the whatever. Gone again. Glasses, the glasses are, are back. back. The glasses, glasses are, back. He, are back. The beast Fire has up. been brought back. He's been contained. Fired up. Fired that's up. the thing. It's like, you. I mean, you mentioned it right with the Otani thing with all this stuff. Like, the only thing they've maybe done is like the Negro League stats, like finally like taking these things into account. That's like right. one of the only things I could think of. There's, you have the whole providing housing and stuff, but just like in terms of growing your sport, baseball, I mean, everybody knows this. People who don't know baseball know that they're so bad at marketing their players. And that's what's really been unfortunate. I mean, literally as soon as, as recess 2020, we were still having conversations about unwritten rules. We probably had them this year that I can't remember right now. I think Castellanos, when he did the flex thing, which happens t- literally every night in the year, NBA. Right? Was that last year? That was a 2020. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, yeah. the, uh, um, what's it called? And it's so funny because you can tell that there's some people in baseball that wanted to change. Like there's just little things you can see, like with MLB cut Four, the social stuff that they do. So you can tell mm-hmm. there are fans that are like, dude, I got an idea. I want Castellanos to literally flex and throw his bat into <laughs> the stall Damn. every Damn. time, like do everything you want. And I want the pitchers to do the same thing too. There are definitely people like that, but unfortunately it's very pervasive in that um, culture of baseball, whether it be players too, by the way, um, or pitchers or um, managers or whatever, that it's still kind of messed up. And there's so many other areas. It's just like, I mean, we're still fighting about the DH. This is still a thing we do. So stupid. We're well, still and here's the thing, fighting about this. I mean, the, the, like, and here's the thing: is 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 the the almost the like the most prevalent moment in the NL this year. I think about this was when that reliever, I forget the guy's name, hit the grand slam off Scherzer. Right? And it's like, oh, oh Daniel Camarena. Right? Wow, what a moment! Guess what? How about you put a professional hitter in that spot? All right? Like, God forbid. It would create an extra job for somebody. Exactly. It's not an original thought, what I'm about to say, but it is true. Right after Bartolo did it, we should that would that was it. It's never going to get better than when Bartolo hit the home run. He it took him like And what was the joke? Longer than it would have taken me to right uh run around the bases, by the way. Okay, so I'll I'll do this. Part of the Mets radio broadcast or intro a few years ago was they're timing Cologne to second with a sundial. You know why? He doesn't care. They care about hitting. Dude, Taiwan Walker this year, to protect one of his shoulders, went up to the plate and just sat and watched pitches. 
against the Nationals. He, he struck out like three times in one game because yeah. he had a shoulder injury. They're like, dude, or shoulder elbow, just sit there. We can't risk it. What you are we glass doing? now and bringing stuff, this stuff up too? It's stuff like that. Oh, sorry, would you say I missed that? Or no, wait, glass now was sticky stuff. Never mind. Move up. That yeah, was yeah. a totally different thing. But like, it's it just, it, that's stuff, like, it's why, why are we doing this? World Series, two guys on, here comes. Yeah, exactly. Zach Cranky. Exactly. exactly. It, it's fun every now and then, but like in the totality of the season, like, Max yeah, was it fun? breaks his nose in batting yes. practice. Yes. Yes. Now, well, granted, on. he's a madman. And well, but yeah, but what are they, what but... do, look at that contract. One of the best in baseball history, right? Yeah. What Absolutely. do they pay him to do? Pay him to pitch. Simple not to hit. Not it's to just... hit. I was I was, I played baseball with a kid in high school who ended up going to pitch for NC State. You, you know what they you know what we weren't concerned about in in, in high school? Him hitting. Because yeah. there's a there's a DH in high school too. What are we doing? And then it's just like w- with all that said, like, don't get me wrong. It's fun when it's like, oh, Jacob DeGrab for the first month and a half, he literally <laughs> drove in more runs than a lot of them. Yes, but you know what's really fun? Having Fran Mail Reyes, you know what's really fun? Having these extra guys that, yes. And also, and Josh, this is the thing that I've been hammering home. It makes other parts of baseball more fun when you add the DH. It makes team building more fun. Because all of yes. a sudden, you're like, oh, we have an extra position. Tatis, maybe with that injury last year, let's just have him bat DH this year. An older guys become more available players. for you. Nelson Cruz, exactly. perfect example. He Nelson Cruz. Part of the fo- the Robinson Canelo this year for the Mets? The trade deadline gets 10 times better yes. because the 16 teams or what is it? 15 teams aren't all of a sudden cut out, right? So that's what I think people also, aside from it literally not being a better product and people not realizing that, I think like the best OPS for a pitcher ever is like 529, something like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not good. That is, you would not be in the major leagues. You'd not even make double right. A if you did that. That's the thing. But on top of that, it's also, you know how much more fun it is that Nelson Cruz can now be on more teams? I agree. Deadline, Kyle Schwarber seems more appealing now, and he has been he was really good this mm-hmm. year. Like, here's the thing. Play him outfield some, and, 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 and that's how I think it works. You're not going to have a guy who's DHA 162, right? It, it's going to be kind yeah. of like, for most teams at least, most combination teams. of guys. Mm-hmm. More guys, opportunities. Ortiz, but he was, point, you know, 45. Right. <laughs> goes to your point of team building, though, right? The, the, for most teams, it's going to be more guys, more opportunities in different spots here. The, the the part that the people bother me, it's like, you know, I just, I love this strategy. Hey, middle finger <laughs> to your strategy. Guess why? Do you, do you know what baseball is? It's entertainment. You know what entertainment is? It's a product. Mm. Okay. Mm. You know what doesn't Go help the now. product? Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes Patrick Corbin. Two guys are on base. Go get some peanuts now and beer because it's guess like- what's going to happen? He's going to strike What's the strategy? So the strategy is if he's been pitching well, you don't pitch it for him. And if you have people on base, then he hits for a bunt. Like, what's the strategy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like you have our two options. Our run can't go to three because he's been pitching too well today, right? It's not strategy. Oh, we got a, we got a, we're up 2-1 right now. we got two guys on base, but Patrick's been pitching so well that we got to let him swing the hose and strike the out. The strategy is every at-bat. Every at-bat yeah. is strategic. What do you throw pitchers? That, that's where you get your strategy from. I know right. it doesn't always seem yes. like that. But that's what yes. it is. I, I mean, it's yes. just – it makes no sense. They need to add a DH. Um, do you think we should take a quick break before we get yeah, into my yeah, next yeah, thing yeah, about rules? To, you and I are the same way. Like, <laughs> I actually about to say uh, Today's it. show is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to Built.com. It's Built.com. The NCAA tried to come at Built and be like, hey, look, this thing going on at BYU is garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrong. They checked it out beforehand. They gave mm-hmm. kids at BYU who were walk-on scholarships because they're that great. And also – yeah. 
And also, they've got delicious bars that they send yes, us sir. all the time that I love eating. Um, the puffs are always delicious. Mm-hmm. The, actually, the Build Goes and the Build Boosts, I, I really enjoy their lemon lime. I think it was the, the Built yeah. Go. Uh, mm-hmm. You put in the water. Oh, delicious. Yeah. Uh, the apple, I was shocked. Honestly, I'm not going to lie, Built Bar. You surprised me with those. I'm apple, just used to protein bars. And all of a sudden, decent, I was like, oh, pomegranate my God. apple, I think it was, yeah. too. It was mm-hmm. pretty, pretty decent. I'm going to go have one right after well. we finish recording. You should, yes, you, you should. Me. Promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, 15% off now on Built Bars, on Built Go, on Built Boost, right now at Built.com. All right, uh, so, but kind of back to the question here, do you think this lockout (laughs) ends, um, and do we get what we need? Because the arbitration stuff's got to get fixed. Like, this is the problem right here. Yeah. Think about NBA, right? You know, know, both like basketball as well. Guys are on their... Um, second or third contracts by yeah. the time that, that MLB players are like, now I'm a free agent. <laughs> right yeah. now I can sign my contract. Now there are exceptions, mm-hmm. right? Tatis is an exception. But that's so limited. A majority mm-hmm. of NBA players who get drafted, first rounder guys, are, are, are signing second contracts at 23, signing yeah. third or fourth contracts at 27, 28. And by mm-hmm. the time that they're in their early 30s, they're set and they're in a good position. In baseball, it's like, hey, you basically get one shot at this, one or two shots, depending on who you are. But for that big payday, for that big deal, it's not like that. I, to me, they got to figure out the arbitration deadlines yeah. and, and and make sure those guys get paid a bit earlier, although it's going to be tough to do. It's like one of my like dream Wonderland scenarios. And I know, understand there's a lot of reasons why this wouldn't happen. But like for me, it's always been – the years, uh, the money doesn't mean anything, guys. Like it's just this is mm-hmm. these people are billionaires. Yes. Like it's fine. Um, for me, it's always been years. And like, I'm gonna say something. Will it get me canceled by Padres fans? Yeah, probably. Was I amped out of my mind when Tatis signed the 14 year deal? Of course, I loved it. This is great for the Padres. This is exciting. But then, in terms of if you're not a Padres fan, I wonder where it's like. Do we miss out on potential like? Everybody talks about the NBA free agency, this frenzy of everyone being like, oh, my God, where is he going? I wish that we lived in a world where in baseball that the money was still the same. I know you can't do that because players also don't want to do this either. They want the security long term. I get that. I'm just saying for Wonderland stuff that imagine if it was like five year deals was like the max and it's five year 280, whatever, like the NBA style. That would be fun because then it's like all the time we're like, oh, my God. But what, and then you might create more drama. Where does this guy go? Where does this guy go? I get that there are a little, because a lot of players, they're like, well, we've seen people in baseball that they have two good years and they fall off. So they want and, those and long deals. I get it. Now, but, it slows down free agency, right? Because yeah. that short term stuff actually keeps more teams involved. Yeah. Because when you open it up to long term stuff, how many teams is like, okay, we can't we can't go yes to this because it's a seven this guy this guy at the minimum wants seven years mm-hmm. right when you talk about a five-year deal a four-year deal in that range hobby you're talking about things that are more tenable because it doesn't affect them for the next decade yeah or exactly. nearly a decade of their franchise it's less than that it's it, and in the nba it's only half of that right and mm-hmm. you're even seeing the nba now Guys are signing shorter-term deals because they want more agency. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's lost on MLB players. But the problem is the only option they have to, to get paid because is the long-term yeah. deal. It's, it's, it's yeah. arbitration to those long-term deals, right? There's no 
Juan Soto's not doing a Kevin Durant type deal, right? Yeah. He's not yeah. doing a LeBron one for 40, one for 35. He's not doing that because the way this sport works is I grab as much money as I can. That's why Tati signed his deal when he did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't get me wrong. And, and I also talked about this with the Locked On Rays host, Ulysses Sembrano. Talked about this. I wish that teams were like the Rays. And here's what I mean by that. Not in terms of the amount of money they spend. Mm-hmm. But in terms of this idea of like next man up, all right, we're going to find, go out there, get your money. We're good or whatever, but this guy gets paid or we trade them, whatever. And then we bring in a new face. We bring in Shane Baz and now Wander Franco's here, but pretend that it's free agents. I like the idea, man. I just, I feel like baseball could be so much more fun or, or this is all a moot point and it's like, well, then go watch the NBA. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what some people would tell well, me. They'd be like, I understand well, what you're saying. The, the problem is not every team, not every team is just, it's so clear. Like, think about how developmental they are as a franchise and apply that almost to the front office, right? They seem to develop interns and into, into to stud front <laughs> office. It's almost like their players mirror their, their front office guys, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to have an eye for talent in that franchise. I, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's not like... But that, the Rays, my big yeah. complaint is like, hey, why guys go for the kill? Like you had a trade. Go for the kill, a hundred percent. My go my issue with the Rays was it's like, guys, you traded somebody so you could bring on Nelson Cruz. What if you didn't do that? What if you just said we can have it all, right? What if, what if we're just Pac Man and we eat it all up? How about yeah. we just do that? That's why I, I wish the Rays would do. But I do think it's like, look, if you shorten the, you know, if it was more like NBA free agency, right? I mean, if the max amount of, of years that you give somebody was five, um, guys would be getting signed. So, so let's just say you kept a similar arbitration um, mm-hmm. schedule. Guys would be getting signed a lot earlier, right? Yeah. We're not going to let this guy play out arbitration because if he does, he might see it as us sliding him, right? If mm-hmm. Tatis thinks that we're letting him play out arbitration because we're going to be cheap here, uh, he might say, F you guys. Uh, as soon as I'm free agent, I'm leaving because somebody mm-hmm. else – We'll give you that money, and you guys didn't give it to me when you could have earlier. You could have locked me up, could have had me earlier mm-hmm. on, but you guys wanted to keep paying me the arbitration rate and, and didn't want to give it to me, right? So I think it would shorten up the process. I think if you kind of went to those shorter-term contracts, that's kind of how, how it, would, it would factor in. But, yeah, they got to figure that out because seeing guys at arbitration at 30 years old who are pitch, like, you know, yeah. and that's how some of those guys in the Padres <laughs> too, like, these guys are 30 years old, right? Mason Thompson, who the Nationals got from the Padres this year, 23, 24 years old. He was an NBA, and he's an effective major league player. If he was an NBA player, he'd be on a you know a four-year, $40 million contract right now. Yeah. You know, for, yeah. for that kind of play. I mean, that's the thing, right? And and you make a good point about Tampa. One of the things I've always say, said about this is, like, a lot of people, you know, they praise Tampa. First of all, they haven't won a World Series. So, like, before we put them in the S tier of organizations, can we, like – can you win one? Like just, just this one, the Royals won one before you did. But it is true that I think one of the negatives is that a lot of those teams aren't like the Rays though. The Rays do work it there. They have an incredible right. eye for talent. Like you said, but most of these other teams that aren't spending money, Cleveland, Cleveland, since they made the world series, I yeah. swear has only down. They're like, they're, they're like, we made it great. Let's not even improve the team. All they've done is straight away guys, like slowly and slowly every year. Who knows if it works out for them? But my, my problem is, like, why aren't you playing for the now? Like, why didn't why wasn't your instinct then? After the World Series in 2020, why isn't right. the Rays thing? Like, yeah, George Springer's coming over or whatever. Will it work? I'm not saying it will guaranteed work. I'm just saying that it's, like, 
Baseball is the only sport where people literally make the World Series, go far in the playoffs, have a great season, and then they decide not to buy more into the next season. It's like the only sport where people do It's the only sport. Like, I don't even know if they do that in soccer. Maybe hockey they do it. I don't know. But it's the only one where people are like, I don't know, man. Maybe the World Series. I think we need to trade Corey Kluber now. Like, what What are you doing? Like, I don't, it's so right. weird how this sport works, and that's why it's so, so maddening. I don't know exactly how you fix it, but... Yeah, I mean they got to figure that sort of stuff out. We already as talked bad about as the DH is, thing. The player association mm-hmm. be pretty bad too at times. So yeah, it's on there. Yeah. All right, one more uh, word from our sponsors. He'll get out of here. Today's show brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our friends at BetOnline.ag have the best odds, news, scores, bonuses, deals you can find. Whether it's Formula One, MLB, oh, yeah. NBA, mm-hmm. college hoops, NFL, oh, yeah. college football, bowl season, Vegas casino games. Yep. BetOnline.ag has got you covered. Use the promo code LOCKED on L O C K E D O N LOCKED on. Receive that 50% deposit bonus today. Deposit 100 bucks. Give an extra 50 to play with today at BetOnline.ag. Go and sign up right now. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Javi, where can people find you and your work? They can find me at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O on Twitter and at L-O underscore Padres for the Twitter account for the show. You can catch me in terms of baseball stuff, justbaseball.com. That's where I write about a bunch of baseball stuff. Going to be getting weird in the offseason slash lockout season. Fictional players, all that stuff. I also write about pop culture and entertainment a whole bunch. Places like Inverse. Soon to be Thrillist, hopefully, if my piece didn't stink. Um, uh, other, a bunch of other places like Nerdist uh, write about movies and stuff. Because, you know, it is the end of the season. Josh, it is it is it end is. of we're getting to that point where we're going to pretend that being the Ricardo should be nominated for best picture. But that's a whole nother uh, tangent. Wow. <laughs> wow. OK. Look, all I'm saying is this. The idea of what an Oscar movie is. I get it. You want high quality. Hey, you Green Book, man. Green Book. Right? Jesus. Like, it, this is my problem. Because <laughs> some people will tell you they're like, well. You know, and I like some of those these movies too. I thought Romo was fantastic, but like people are like, "Dude, but Spider Verse is it shouldn't be that." Okay, but Green Book should be. Just what here's a movie. my line: oh. Stop overlooking movies that opt for humor instead of hubris. You know what I'm saying? That's Just, my big problem with the Oscars. Well said. But well said. I, and the last thing I will ask you before we close this thing out: quick things. I have to go. Did you <laughs> did you like Ghost Runner on second in the doubleheader role this year? Didn't get a chance to talk. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You did? You were in? Yeah. You're in? I was in too. I was like, what? It makes 10 for time, for time. I mean, year. And we gotta, like, we gotta, you know, it's, it's, it's in life. We gotta, <laughs> we can't be sitting there all night. There's no 17 yeah. innings, something like that. Exactly. All right. You can find exactly. me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. You can find the show at LO underscore nationals. You can find us on YouTube, whatever you guys get your podcast as well. Javi, it was a pleasure, my friend. It was a blast, sir. Can't wait to do it again because MLB is probably going to lose three months of its season. So we'll have to come up with more content. But yeah, can't wait, man.